Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. God bless you. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, give you praise and the glory for this day and every day. The ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, body, you bless each and every person. Bless this country, turn from sins, and turn back to you to quit aborting babies. Put the Ten Commandments back in the schools, the church, and government, TV, and radio. Bless and be with each and every one of the listeners to grow and learn and be blessed by your presence. That's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners. God bless you. Um, just so much going on, as usual, in the car business. Hey, we're after your money. We're after your budget. We're after your lifestyle. We want to change everything in the world. And with no responsibility and accountability, of course. You know, favoritism. I'm studying up on favoritism. You know, favoritism has got a lot of issues. And we'll probably have to talk about it next week or two. Uh, and there is favoritism in the car business. I guarantee there's so much favoritism, you wouldn't believe it. It's about like can- cotton candy. It sure smells good, looks good, but, man, when you get it, control of it in your body, in your mind, in your mouth, it disappears. Man, it goes away. So um, favoritism, I'm, I'm studying up on that. Be sure and give us a call here at the, on the radio show. There's no dumb questions. Good morning, Robert. Uh, eight three. I know that's my phone number. Eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine, or give us a call here at the station two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. That's two ten three four zero eighty five ninety five. And so we we want you to know exactly what's going on, what the market's doing, how to be prepared. You know, there's so much going on in the government, so much going on with our money. You know, things have jumped up in price, and they're not going to come back down. Maybe a little bit to pump us up. You know how they do with the gasoline. Man, they go way up on it, and then they drop it back down. So we're going to see situations in that. Can you imagine? I mean, gasoline's a dollar and twenty-five higher than when Trump was in office, and that wasn't that long ago. I mean, eight, nine months ago. Um, and then all of a sudden, old Joey boy, uh, you know, the I don't know what he is, but anyway, he's our president at the moment. He's acting for George Soros. And so we've got so much changing in the business, so much changing in our lifestyles. Hey, I went through... Costco the other day, and I had a little bitty basket full, and it was $225. Wow! Amazing how much stuff has gone up. And so are we going to be able to afford our lifestyle, our budget? Are we going to be able to put it all together? Are we going to be able to understand what they're trying to do to us? And, you know, things have changed so fast, so hard the last really eight months, seven months, Six months, somewhere around there, changed so fast. What are we going to do? You know, I mean, I'm studying so much in the word, trying to pertain to the car business, so much in what will be in the future. You know, and I mean, I I love. I'm talking to a lady in uh, Fort Worth that's account manager for me, 
and uh, I'm trying to help her any way that I can. She's struggling in some situations, and we, we all got struggles. We all got fears. We all got something going on in our lives. And, uh, you know, we just got to ask for wisdom. Ask for wisdom from God what to do, what decisions we make, direction he wants to take, the will in our life, the purpose in our life. And that's what I want to do in my life. I want to know what God's will is, what his purpose is. I know this radio show's his. I know it, it's his purpose for me at this you know, season of my life. What's, what season are you going through? What situations are you going through? How are you seeing exactly what's good morning, Greg? Good morning, Robert. Seeing exactly what's going on in your life. How can you explain it? How can you be prepared? How can you understand the changes of prices. Our utilities are going up, water's going up, gasoline's going up, you know. Uh, and it's due to the government trying to control us. I had an ex-wife that tried to control me. She wanted to control herself, myself, our son, and everybody else around. And so you've got to be prepared to understand what's going on in our lives, what triggers our, our buying emotions, our feeling emotions, rewarding emotions, just everything. You know, we live on emotions. Lots of people, and I'm studying something else in my life, you know, times are not as great as they seem to be. And I'm bad about that. I mean, you know, when things are going good, I go too fast. I got to slow myself down, rein myself in, understand what's going on. And so I have to back myself down a little bit. But things are not as bad as they seem to be. This this president we've got, vice president, they're goofy as they can be. They don't have any idea about common sense, no idea about what really people want. We elected them to do what we want, and they don't. Good morning. Uh, is that Angel? So anyway, uh, Angela, and so anyway, we want you to be the best you can be and understand exactly what's going on. Angela is an account manager, one of my account managers. She does a great job. She's a hardworking lady. You know, there's a lot of hardworking ladies around me, and I'm, I'm a blessed person of real estate. That's why I do well in real estate. I've got a great team of real estate ladies. Um, but, you know, we're preparing for the worst. We're not worrying about it being so bad. I'm trying to r run a middle level. Right in the middle of not thinking everything is the greatest in the world, but not as bad as it thinks it'd be. Try to be on an even keel to make better decisions on what I buy and what I sell, what I hold for the future, while I'm prepared for the future. And I mean, you know, right now I've stocked up the last probably month on stuff I'm going to need for the next three years. I know that sounds crazy, but, hey, prices are going to go up. I mean, on soap and things and just stuff, essential things that I'm going to need because I see the pricing continue to go up, and it's not going to come down. It's, this deal's not going to change. We've, we have s diluted. I lived through the dev devaluation of the peso. Uh, quick story on that. I used to, back in the 70s and early 80s, before the dev devaluation of the peso, I used to sell 20 to 30 cars every week to Mexico. I mean, I had buyers coming up, and I mean, they would be there Monday morning, two or three of them in line, waiting for me to open the door and sell, because I bought 
on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, shipped them in, got them in on Monday, and sold them. And so they would bring two and 300000 at a time to hit me and keep going. They bought lots of cars, shipped them back to Mexico. And they'd bring federalities to protect them because, you know, they needed to be protected. But when the peso devaluated, and I mean, they just really cut it. We're doing it slowly. They did it overnight. Overnight, the super rich went to the super poor. I had a lady in my Bible study several years ago, and we got to talking about that just before the class that I was given in Bible study. And tears were rolling down her eyes. And I said, Blanca, what, uh, what's wrong? She said, I had my own personal maid in Mexico, own per- and my, so did my other siblings, that would take care of us, dress us, pick out stuff, serve us food, do everything. And when the peso devaluated, we went. The family went from super rich to super poor. She said, "I remember when toilet paper was a delicacy. Was really fortunate to have toilet paper." And so she said, "But you know, I, I just it was a tough time in my life. I lived through. I I was selling cars to Russia. I had a Russia buyer that was wiring me money. I was taking them to Houston port. They were going to Houston." He quit calling me one day. I thought, well, did I sell him some bad cars? I don't think so. Did I do something wrong? I don't know. So finally, about a year later, he called me, and I said, uh, Raul was his name. I said, Raul. I said, did I buy you, sell you some bad cars? No, no, everything's good. I said, are you mad at me for some reason? He said, no. He said, but America don't know it, but the ruble crashed. I said, the ruble crashed? I'm sorry about your misfortune. He said, no. It takes 60 days for the cars I'm buying from you to get from the Houston port to Russia, and if I'd had my money in the bank, it would I'd be busted. But I had something of value. We need to study in our lives to have something of value. Some besides our faith in Jesus Christ, besides knowing that we're going to live forever. Because what I'm talking to you right now, I know 18 people that had the medical society said they were dead. I forgot to turn it off, Barry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Eighteen people that were dead, and they came back to life. They were dead for a short time. Two of them went to hell. Sixteen of them went to heaven. What I'm talking to you about is the spirit. My body feels someday 72, but my spirit feels 21. I think I can do some things I can't do. I'm a little on the crazy side, but anyway, I go full blast too much. But that spirit's going to live forever. So we know that we can prepare ourselves for, for when we pass away. But are you preparing yourself and being the best and being productive and helping people and loving people and lifting people up? Uh, I want to lift people up. I want to encourage people. I want to teach them. I want them to do the best they can be. You know, I just had an employee inherit a bunch of money. I'm thrilled for him. I am thrilled for him. I've had another good friend of mine. She sold a piece of property. She's got a bunch of of cash uh, available. I'm thrilled for her. I want the best for her. I want the best for everybody. But do we have joy and peace in the decisions we're making, joy and peace in what we're doing, joy and peace in our lives? Why and why not? We go through problems, and I've been through pure H-E-double-L in the last three years. I'm telling you, it hadn't been fun at all, zero. Uh, 
all kinds of stuff in my life. I'd have to, I'll tell you about it some other time. But, you know, but it, I want to I every day look at the day that I've got a chance to be my best, to make the right decisions, to help people, to lift people up. And then in the situation that we're going through right now, if you bought a, lot, a car in the last year, you better go trying your best to get it paid off. Because I'm going to tell you, the prices are un unbelievable. You know, the greedy car manufacturers are going to kick it back in gear, and they're going to sell a bunch of units. They're going to build a bunch of units, and they'll be back to the way they used to be. Hey, you know, we're, you're building too many cars, they'll tell another manufacturer, but not us. We want to build more. We want to do this. But now they, they, they sit on their can. And when they shut the manufacturers down, they shut everything down. They didn't order chips. So we're in a situation where chips are a problem. But I'm, I'm not sure that they're not – they know what possibly will go on with the government, what will possibly happen. And so, uh, you know, they don't know what to do. And so slowly they're getting it back in. Slowly they're doing stupid things. I mean, they're building trucks – I, maybe they finally listened to my show, but I've I've told I've I've done this for the last two months. They're building trucks and cars, and shipping them to far off locations to let them sit. I mean, every dealer I got's got open lots. Why don't you send them where they're going to be, and let send them a, a YouTube like my YouTube. My YouTube educates. You know, why not send them to a YouTube video to put the chips in when they're ready. But, oh, no, we, you know, the manufacturers didn't think outside the box. They're scared of the government. They know what we're living with. They know what's going on. So they're, they're not building enough cars fast enough. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. I used to think that and every, every October we know that the stock market takes a little hiccup, and it might be a big one this year, and the car market takes a I've seen it drop 2,000 in one day, 2,000. Be at an auction on Tuesday in Dallas, and the market was strong. Be at the auction down the street on Wednesday, and the market dropped 2,000. You don't think things can happen in a quick, in a just a minute? It can. And so we're seeing this market blown up. Now, a high dollar that paid that new car dealers paid stupid money for, is dropped. There's some of that stuff's dropped ten thousand dollars. And so what's now they're doing? Oh, the new car dealers figured out. Hey, we we paid too much for this stuff. We better get it back to the auction and get rid of it quick. So if you bought a car recently and you're going to buy another car pretty quick here, you better watch out what you're doing. I've told a lot of my listeners, a lot of my friends. I thought October would be a change, just like it normally is, but I don't think so. I think now, I told the people the last week or 10 days, I think you need to wait till March. If you can wait till March, we need to see how this thing shakes out, when the new units are coming in, when the new uh, chips are coming in, when the, this deal gets turned around and changed. These new car dealers, made they had record years in 2020. Record years. Why? Because everybody thought, oh, man, that zero interest is the greatest thing in the world. But they went up on their prices. Right now, 
There's a lot of dealers around there charging 5000 over a window sticker. I talked about a couple of weeks ago a poor lady that got charged 6000 over it. They were making twenty grand on this woman, and she had 21000 down and an 815 score, and they were robbing her. But they made a mistake. They made a mistake. What was that? Well, they needed a contract resigned. She got to looking, trying to find a mistake, and she found, figured out, Man, they've hammered me, and I owe way too much money for this car. She saw the list price. She paid 6000 over that, and then the time she got through with everything else, they'd picked up five or 6000 on extended warranty and gap and, and everything. I mean, key insurance and tire and wheel insurance and seals and this, that, and the other. They're making about $20,000. So she called a friend of mine, and he called me, and we helped her, and we saved her 20000 I mean, that can happen. Overnight, that can happen if you're not got yourself mentally, physically, spiritually ready for a battle for your money, for your budget. You know, you make you need to make wise decisions. Know what fits your family, your lifestyle. We talked about six months ago. This gentleman went into a big Ford dealership on I-10 and and needed to buy a truck for him and his wife. Going to be the last one they buy. Going to you know do the right thing and and you know be set for life. They're, they're up in age. Well, they ended up with a Mustang GT. That Mustang GT to drive for one year cost them $33,000. Hey, Angela, they could have rented one from y'all and been way ahead of the game there. Saved a lot of money. Saved a lot of money. And so you gotta you got to know direction, the purpose, you know, what you need in your life. I don't want you out there in left field. I don't want you to... You know, just believe what that salesman's telling you. I mean, you know, I've read, run across something like always I'm studying so hard. But the royal law, the royal law, what's the royal law? Is to love each other as God has loved you. Well, I mean, do you really love your brother and your sister? Well, lying, exaggerating, taking advantage, burying them, putting them in debtor's prison, um, talking them out of their trade-in at, at a very low price. Is that really loving? You know, they tell you they love you. They smile. They're super friendly. But they, when you sign that contract, are they available to help make the payments? No. Will they ever apologize to you? You ever had a car salesman apologize to you? Oh, man, I apologize that I sold you a car too high. Or I extended the war- uh, no warranty. I-, I did this. I did that. You know, I mean, the- the apologies doesn't come from the car business. It's the big secret. The big secret is, you know, we're well-educated. We know all the tricks, all the craziness, all the uh, psychology, sociology, everything about a, a customer. We have all the answers, and we're ready to sell you one for a lot of money and, uh, and make all the money. Hello, Stephen. Make all the money that we need to make on, on the situation. And after all that's done and you're tied to the bank for about five, six, seven, eight years, and then a loss of value. And so certain cars, even though they're high and you got to pay over window sticker for them, they're still not going to be two, three years down the road. They're not going to be worth a whole lot. 
If gasoline keeps going up, and Tesla is hot right now, why? Because everybody knows gasoline's up and going to continue to go up. What are the gas guzzlers going to be worth? Just like I'm talking about staying even keel, whenever the gas goes way up, people go nuts. Oh, we got to buy us a gas saver. So the gas and little cheap cars go way up. Back in 70, I think it was 74, maybe a year off or so, we had a gas embargo, and you, you could only buy gas on ever. Uh, every other day. It, the odds bought on one day and the evens bought on one day on your, depends on the license plate number. And there was lines to get gas. And so I was in the car business, my dad and I. My dad was in the retail and I was in the wholesale. And I was buying big, big old Cadillacs and Lincolns and Oldsmobiles and Buicks and Pontiacs. Half price. Half price. And people figured out, I don't drive a whole lot. I want comfort. I want a bargain. Little cars were double what big cars were. And I was selling big cars left and right. Well, you know, nothing lasts forever. They got it changed and everything happened and cars, gasoline got cheap. So then we had little cars not worth nothing. And when the big cars were back to selling, I wished I'd have kept all those cars. I wished I had a crystal ball under the, the Holy. I didn't have the Holy Spirit at that time, so I didn't have the wisdom of the Lord. I should have stacked up some of them cars because they, they ended up bringing thousands more later. So nothing's as bad as it seems, and nothing's as good as it seems. Get on an even uh, level. <coughs> so... You know, we've got to be prepared for whatever's thrown at us. Our government, our lifestyle. I didn't know I was going to need a triple bypass. I mean, the day I went in for the test when they shot the dye in my veins, I thought I was fine. They just wanted to look. And then they find out that I had three 100% blocked arteries. Well, I mean, my lifestyle, my thinking... Everything changed in a heartbeat. I mean, in a heartbeat. Hello, Bubba. Uh, sell them campers. Get offers. Call me. And so, uh, my life can change. Your life can change. Your job. You can lose your job. I mean, we. I couldn't believe the figure I heard of last month's first time unemployment filings was unbelievable. Almost a half a million. Our our businesses closed down. Our our business figured out they don't need as many employees, or what? But there's a shortage of good help out there right now. And, I mean, I'm short of people. Everybody, it's hard to find good help. And so we want you to know exactly what your next situation is, what you're going to do, how you, how you're going to handle it. You know, and it, we got to look at the future, not not 90 miles an hour like I do, not as bad as my ex-wife thinks things are, but even kill and work our way out and make it the best. They're going to wait? Or... Well, we'll have to wait until after the break. Okay, we'll wait after the break. We've got one caller. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585, and be sure and go to YouTube. YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube, 
Tell 20 people to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and tell 20 people, hey, Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your house, your truck, uh, 830-708-4789. I'll give that number out again on the second half several times. Hey, and if you know somebody's about to lose their house, uh, I'm, I'm meeting with a guy now that he's not losing his house, but he wants to know exactly what his options are, what my views are. I buy and sell houses, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And But if you know somebody's about to lose their house, give me a call. I'll pay you 500 if I get it bought, number one. And number two, I get, I'll, I'll give them a camper to live in, something to live in. A lot of these wholesalers... Don't give them nothing. All they do is say, hey, we're going to save your credit by buying your house. Yeah, we want to save your credit, but give them something to live in. Don't just kick them out in the street. You got any heart? You got any feelings? You got any love for the fellow brother? I don't know. Some of these people, it scares me, the thinking that's going on in the world today. I mean, we need to, we need to be together, love each other, be kind to each other and help each other and and you know we need to make money yes but in the use in, in laying somebody away where they can't overcome all the issues we're going to be off the facebook for four minutes we got a four minute break coming up i'll be right back god bless you hey call 20 people tell them randy adams is on 6 30 a.m the word and facebook live randy adams thank you facebook we'll be right back god bless you Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio and surrounding areas. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Subscribe. Hey, tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. Hello, Johnny. Do we still have uh, uh, the lady online? Sandy. Hello, Sandy. Thank you for calling in. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. And you? question for you, sir. I've been getting 15 to 20 calls a day from all over the country to renew my uh, warranties on my cars. Uh, what's going on with this? I noticed well, there, there's some scams. Uh, first off, do you have a mechanic locally that you take your car to? Uh, or do you take it to yeah. do you take it to uh, your place it's dealership that sold it to you and you know first uh, off i'd check with my mechanic and say what warranty companies do you deal with because some of these warranty companies you, with these mechanics that check it out they don't uh they don't honor I, i've seen a bunch of them not pay anything they look for a reason not to pay i had a, a lady call me two weeks ago that her car she had a warranty and they, it was a poor excuse to not fix her car. And, and her car's, you know, she's without a car now. And they're wanting 3500 to put a transmission in it. And I told her that particular car with that particular transmission, I'm not sure that, you know, I've seen them rebuilt right at 3500 
but you're going to get a lot of calls from these. I personally, Car Shield's a great one. Uh, Wise that um, that I'm about to sign up with. I've checked them. You've got to see how long they've been in business. How long. Uh, if they're bonded or guaranteed by somebody overseas, I I wouldn't trust them. If I was wanting to get rich real quick, I'd get me some robocalls and I'd call everybody in the world and I'd sell a bunch of extended warranties and I'd file bankruptcy. And that's happened a bunch. So honestly, I would really research. Car Shield's a good one. Um, sometime if you give me a call, I'll check and see. And it depends on your car and your situation because these guys are not going to take a little bit of money and, and guarantee your car for three, four years. You know, they're not in the business to lose money. So if you've yeah. got a certain vehicle, if you've got a certain vehicle that's a good one, you know. I had a buddy of mine, this happened a couple of years ago. He had a uh, rodeo that I'd sold him, and he had bought it for, I don't know, seven, eight, ten years prior. He'd had it a long time. He liked it a lot, and it developed a noise in the motor. But it had like almost 200,000 miles on it. And he'd give it to his daughter, and she didn't change oil for a long time. And then he got it back because she got something else. And so these extended warranty people, this is what a big con is. They told him, said, yeah. said He said, well, my, my motor, he's an honest guy. He said, my motor's got a noise in it. And they said, well, send us 1200 and we'll give you a three-year warranty, and we'll fix your motor. But you got to wait 90 days <clears throat> before you file a claim. So he waited 90 days, took it to mechanic. Mechanic called the shop, and they said, no, we're not fixing it. And they said, why not? Well, the oil wouldn't change regularly. Or we need records, or we need this, we need that, you know. And they just swallowed his 1,200. They wouldn't fix nothing. And so that can happen, too. I wouldn't trust the robocalls personally. I'd want to. Well, I didn't plan on redoing any of them. Yeah, but I mean, still, the public needs to know. Now, the best one out there is sold by Randolph Brooks, you know, and they, you know, Randolph Brooks has got enough lawyers and people to make sure that these warranty companies they're doing business with is good, and they sold a, a real estate person of mine, one on my team. Uh, I sold her a car. And I couldn't believe it, but her Bluetooth didn't work, and they fixed it. I didn't think that was under warranty, but she was with Randolph Brooks. She borrowed the money from Randolph Brooks, and she uh, got the extended warranty because she called me. She said, I can buy extended warranty for 120,000 miles for uh, 1500 I said, buy it. You're a single mom. You need you need that, that protection, and that's awful cheap, and they rolled it in the payment, and her interest rate was real cheap, so it worked out great for her. But there's a lot of different options for a lot of different people, you know, and you've got to know who you're signing up with. We're having a lot of problem with Ford car transmissions and Nissan transmissions. Nissan's has all the worst transmission I think's ever built. And uh, so a lot of these companies will sign you up and not fix your Nissan transmission or your Ford transmission. So you've got to – that was an excellent question, Sandy. I thank you for calling in. You have anything else? Yeah. What do you expect to pay for? Uh, 1500 Depends on how long and what it covers, bumper to bumper. There's a lot of warranties that just cover engine, transmission, and rear end, and that's it. Now, brakes are a normal – wear and tear 
alternators are a normal wear and tear. Some of them will cover air conditioners, some don't. So you got to know exactly, you know, what it covers. But yeah, a, a decent one nowadays. I mean, transmissions right now are four to five thousand. Uh, engines are you know five to ten thousand. So I mean, how can an extended warranty say you won for fifteen hundred three grand? They're they're you know they're selling a bunch of them. They're putting them together, and they're hoping you trade the car off. They're hoping that you wreck it. I don't know. Hello, Chris Wilson. Uh, they're hoping that you wreck it. Maybe I don't know. But you know, a lot of these warranties don't go. The lady that I was talking about that bought the new Hyundai uh, several weeks ago, they it had a hundred thousand mile warranty, and they sold her extended warranty for about seventy five hundred. <laughs> and this lady was trading in a car that had sixty seven or eight thousand miles. She don't keep a car that long. Here they had her now. How in the world do you sell an extended warranty? To a person that has a hundred thousand miles, man, that's pure thievery. I'm telling you, pure thievery. And then this lady had twenty-one thousand down, and they sell her a gap at a big figure. I think three, four thousand dollars, and she had twenty-one thousand down. But the way they they were robbing her, I guess she needed gap too. But after we cleared the deal up, she didn't need nothing, zero. And so I mean, key warranty, tire and wheel warranty. I mean, it was it was all that. Now my uh, daughter-in-law needed tire warranty, uh, but I guess it was covered under Audi. She bought a brand new ninety thousand dollar Audi, and uh, it, those I think she had two or three flats within the first two months. Uh, I don't know if it's poor quality tire. I, I guess you pay ninety thousand dollars, you're not expecting good tires. I don't know. It's not my opinion, but anyway, so. But uh, that's that's a good question. Yeah, that's ballpark about fifteen hundred. Now, if it's eight or nine hundred, uh, it's probably you're not going to get much uh, fixed on that kind of money because I mean, right now eight or nine hundred doesn't hardly fix anything. And that's I've I've heard of people signing up on eight or nine hundred, but those those companies don't pay. But like I say, if I decided I'd want to get rich and run to uh, some other country, I'd start a warranty company and and uh, not pay and file bankruptcy and take off with the money like I, evidently a bunch of them have. But another good question, Sandy. Thank you. Well, thank you, and God bless you, sir. God bless you. Thank you for calling in. There's a lot of good questions, just like what Sandy had, uh, because there's so many different things to an automobile, so many things that break, so many things that's going on. You know, so you've got to be prepared for a battle for your money. And I'll be at... Uh, uh, Easy's today from 10.15 to 11.30. So at from 10.15 to 11, I'd be glad to buy your car, look at your car, talk to you. And then I go in at 11 and have lunch, and you're welcome to have lunch at Easy's. It's one of my favorite places to eat. Bob Morrow used to work for me. He's the manager. And that's Easy's at 281 and Bitters. And love going there. Love the love the food, love the atmosphere, and love to talk to you, help you out any way that I can. And so... One of the things that I was going to bring up today, I mean, are you tempted by who and what? Man, I tell you what, temptation on some of these things, just like that warning we were just bringing up, the temptation of, oh, this is a great deal, you know. But there's so many con artists out there. There's so much that's going on. Uh, I can't believe the prices 
the temptation that these ads have on radio and TV and temptation of what, you know, uh, I have talking to a lady. She came to me to talk to her about her situation, but she said, all my employees are out buying new cars and they're getting greatest deals in the world. I said, you better better watch out there because there ain't no great deals out there right now. It hadn't been for probably in the last maybe going on a year. Those great deals went down the road. Now, how long is the market going to stay as strong as it is? We're seeing parts of the market drop, lots of parts. We're seeing junk really go south finally. I mean, we were selling some $500 cars at the auction for two and 2500 We have another caller. Thank you, callers. Call in. And so we were selling those cars. Now they're bringing 500 again, what they're worth, you know. And so we had, a, we had a good little ride, and we made a little money. Things are great. New car dealers had unbelievable, but now they're starting to scratch. Now they're getting low on inventory. So I had a, one of my faithful listeners call me and say, Hey, Randy, I've been listening to your show, and you're right. Man, you're right. I went into the service department, and I needed a cable for my shifter. And they and a minor other little fix, and it was 3300 I said, yeah, they need to make up on service on you. So be prepared on service departments. It was a Hyundai dealer, and they were trying to rip her off. We're going to get everything fixed for her. I sent her down the street to one of the shops that do business with me, and they're going to fix it for about four or 500 not no 3300 Service departments are trained to make a lot of money because the front side – the new car selling side is not doing as well as it should. So, hey, man, we got to make it up. They're, they're training them. They're working on them. They're doing everything they can. And we'll, maybe we'll get a little time. We'll talk about uh, why I got kicked off one station or moved. I got didn't kick off. I got moved to a different time by some mechanics that didn't like what I was saying. Oh, man, you don't like what I'm saying? You don't like the truth? Hey, the truth will set you free, won't it? Hey, Carlos, how you doing today? Good morning, Mr. Randy. Good. The best for you and your family. Thank you, thank you. Thank you to the listeners and the radio station and your sponsors. Let me ask you something very important. The first question I have with the people ask me all the time is, when you pay the taxes here and you want to take the car, well, they want to buy the car here but take it to the state, they have to pay the taxes here or pay in the other state. No, they should pay in the other state. The car dealer, okay. if he charges taxes and doesn't transfer it, they're swallowing that money probably. probably. But if you're going to another state and you've got a driver's license in there, or an address or something to prove that you live somewhere else or you're taking it somewhere else, they shouldn't charge you taxes. Now, I've seen that. I was director of the Used Car Dealer Association, been president of the San Antonio chapter of the Used Car Dealers. Uh, I've seen some stuff over the years where dealers will tell you, yeah, you got to pay the tax and not transfer it, hand you the title after they paid cash. And the time they got to the state, they had to transfer it and pay again. So it's free money, so you got to watch out. So if you're taking it out of state and you're getting the title, you shouldn't be paying taxes or getting the license. And you got, you'll have a black tag in order to get it there. And, and drive it there and have it for a short time before you get licensed in the other state. So they should give you a tag. I would double tape it to make sure that it doesn't get wet. 
I'd sure put it on proper where it doesn't get lost because you don't want to lose that either. I had one of my customers lose his black tag. Uh, we were transferring it. He had a tag. Somebody stole it. I guess they're they're driving a car or they stole a car and they needed a tag. Well, anyway, that tag's in the computer and we reported it stolen. So when the cops find it, they'll know exactly what's going on. But, no, do not pay taxes if you're taking it and registering it in another state. Other question, Mr. Randy, how many tax they supposed to give you? Because I have uh, this couple, they bought a car already two months ago, and they, they don't have the title yet. They're supposed to arrive, and not the third month, sorry. And uh, they want to issue other black tax who say something about the state or whatever. But for me, that sounds like a lie. Well, no, it's not. It depends on where the title is. Now, if the title, if they have received the title, and they've got it at the floor plan, maybe they don't have enough money to pay it off. A lot of dealers getting themselves in a bind because they're chasing their tail and they're not doing it right. And so what they do is they leave it at the floor place until they get the money where they can pay it off. And so lots of times you just need to go ask them, hey, you know, where's the title? Where did it come from? How long is it going to take? Now, I've had some titles that have some problems on it, and it takes a little time to straighten it out. Lots of times new car dealers can get by with a lot of mistakes that a used car dealer can't. Number one, there's investigators in Texas that investigate dealers. And if there's a complaint against the dealer, they run out and check them out. But the new car dealers, they don't have enough investigators to work on them. They only work on the used car dealers. And the reason I know is because I uh, subleased a part of my lot. I lease, if there's a new car dealer out there that wants to lease my lot, I lease my lot. But anyway, I leased it to some people. And let me tell you something, there's been a lot of complaints. I have seen the state so much you would not believe it. I'm on first-name basis with all those investigators because these people didn't do their business right. And, I, you know, I, they talked a good game, you know, but their actions wasn't right. You know, you can, you know, it's amazing, and I'm working on it, probably be next week. It says in the Bible, out of the same mouth can come praise and curses. Man, that sounds like a car dealer. He'll praise you, and then he'll put a curse on you where you're in debtor's prison for seven years. Man, that's in the Bible. And I've read that, and it just jumped up out at me and said, is that a car dealer? Good morning, Greg. And so, yes, it can. Out of the same mouth comes praises and curses. You know, so it's that fits so many car dealers today. You know, like I said before, billionaires it started with mom and pops, and now there's billionaires, you know. So we've got to understand exactly what's going on in, in the car business. But out of the same mouth comes praises and curses. Wow, man. Boy, that's the truth today. So thank you. Thank you. No, that's that's proper. I mean, uh, we got to watch out what's going on in this business, Carlos. Mr. I send a couple of people in your name. You you know take the advantage to call them. I mean, they, they, call well, they can call me. I've I've still got dealers that's got new cars. I just got a man a new Dodge, but I can get a at Covert Auto Group is who I do a lot of business with. I've been doing business with them for forty years. I love them. Rocks Covert. I think's the best owner around, or or there's two great owners that I know, and he's one of them. And uh, I know both of them personally, done a lot of business with them, and trust them. And Rocks Covert is the best, in my opinion. And he uh, got a new Dodge, but I can get you a new Cadillac, Lincoln, Chevrolet, Ford, uh, Jeep, Dodge, Toyota, 
just all kinds, GMC Buick. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. Thank you, Carlos. I mean, I'm helping a lot of people. Probably 95% of my business right now is helping others. But, you know, in the long run, it's it's worth it. It is worth it. Very fast. Uh, this girl, she's asking me, Sonia, right now, how you have to be required to buy a car? Can she, she's 19. Can she buy a car? Legally, she can. Under, if okay. they they got to be 18 to buy a car. Okay. Now, at 19, I hope she saved her money up because, you know, these she's going to have to buy buy here, pay here, or she's going to have to get her a little loan. Now, there is another loan company, Sun Bank, and it's Light, L-I-G-H-T, Stream, S-T-R-E-A-M, Lightstream.com. They do a lot of lending. They lend to people with no credit or poor credit. Great, great lending institution. So that's a possibility for her. But once she hits 18, you can legally buy a car. If it's under 18, you have to have a parent to sign with you or put it in their name. And uh, a lot of dealers will sell them to the young ones. And if they're in, if they're ever in an accident, it's going to be a big, bad lawsuit. But car dealers are above the law in their opinion. So, that you know, that's a situation you just got to, you know, understand. And, but she can buy a car. Uh, I saw the question from Marco. Marco is asking me, he's in UTSA, you know, in the university. He buys from a small car dealer. He say he was behind for 30 days because they let go in his job. And the, the dealer, without sending a letter, they repo the car yesterday. Well, he needs, he needs to get somehow, some way, make a deal with them, get something paid, get pay them some kind of money. Once they accept it, a little bit of money, you're good for another 30 days as long as they'll accept it and put it in, in their bank account or, or get a receipt on it. And then, you know, that'll give you a little extra time trying to get the money to get it caught up. But, yeah, you're supposed to receive a letter before they can repo you. A lot of buy here, buy, pay here places, you're one minute late and they'll go repo you. Well, that's not legal. But, you know, like I say, a lot of car dealers are above the law or they don't pay attention to the law. So, I mean, it, it's, things can happen overnight. I mean, uh, you you get a little late and all of a sudden they you're walking. Now, insurance, they can pick you up without a letter on insurance. If you don't have insurance on your vehicle, they can pick you up. They get a notification from the insurance company right away saying they're not paying their insurance, and they will they will pick you up for that, and they don't have to send a letter for that. Could you give you your telephone number again that they can write in? Mr. Yeah. Go to pass it. It's 830 830- Seven zero eight four seven eight nine. Thank you, Mr. Randy. Thank you. Where God you bless you, Carl. Keep uh, the lunch. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm Easy. going to Easy's. Come on over there. We'll have sorry, lunch. Sorry. Easy's at two eighty one and Bitters. It's an easy deal. I'll be there forty five minutes before they open, or it might be a little less than that. Might I might be thirty. A ten thirty today because we got to cut some new commercials for another radio station in Bernie, Texas. So uh, we're trying to spread the word everywhere we can. Thank you, Carlos. God bless you, and thank you for helping so many people. So thank you for being informative and educating people. God bless you. So we got about four months left in there. I don't know if I'm going to get started. Well, I and I did. I am working on. Out of the same mouth, praises and curses come out. 
that's kind of being wishy-washy. That's kind of lying, isn't it? I mean, you know, you praise the person. You tell them how you're helping them, how you love them, how you, you know, you're the greatest. You think you're the greatest and you're going to be the best. And they're going to love that you entice them. What entices you? What pushes your button? And, I mean, that's what we're trained on. We're trained on answering every question you got. You know, and I've often said, you know, the know-it-alls, I love the know-it-alls. All I got to do is tell them how smart they are and pump them up, get their head spinning. Oh, man, and they think they're the greatest. Easy to sell know-it-alls. And then it's easy to turn to people that don't know nothing. But, you know, where's the love for other person? Where's being able to face them? I buy cars back from people that I sell to. I mean, if you bring it back to me, I want to do business with you. But you you roll up in a car and you've owned it a six months or a year and you want to sell it back to the dealer, most of the time they'll have the dumbest excuses in the world, I guarantee you. You know, and James 5 and 5, you've lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You have fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered innocent men who are not opposing you. Man, does that fit today? Think about that a minute. I'm working on that probably for a show. I just wanted to tease. I just wanted to incite you and 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 tease you and and uh, show you that there's so much in the Bible that's so true today. You have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgement. You have fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. You ever felt like you got slaughtered at your car dealership? Woo! I'm telling you, I can tell you a bunch of people that are buried 10, 20, 30,000. You have condemned and murdered innocent men. Here, people believe you. They believe the car dealers. They believe they're trying to help them. They trust them, you know. And you and who were not opposing you. They were there just to buy a vehicle, just to try to do their best. But you're well-educated. Car dealers are well-educated, prepared for a battle to take you all the way down. Well, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We'll dig into that in the next show or two, you know, and dig into out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. And my brother, that's my brother's, this should not be. That follows the rest of that in James. And my brothers, this shall not be. Hey, go to YouTube, please. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube. I need it spread out, please. I need the help. So please go there and and watch some videos. Subscribe to it. I need subscribers. I need watchers. Give me a call. Tell 20 people. Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house, equipment, whatever. My phone number is 830-708-4789. Give me a call. God bless you. I hope I'm helping you. hope I'm educating. I do love you, listeners. I do love you. know, I love everybody. I even love the people that messed me around. They don't matter. God bless you. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. God bless you. I love you, listeners.